to Heather Solves Everything, where Heather takes credit for making the world a better place by introducing you to people who actually are. I used to think that I was a good person, then I met these folks. Wow. Hey everybody and happy new year. You are listening to Heather Solves Everything. This is the show where I take credit for making the world a better place by introducing you to people who actually are. I'm Coach Healthy Heather, and this is a problem-solving show. Each week, my guests and I talk about the everyday problems of life, the creative ways that they are solving them, and how we can all tap into our unique strengths to be a problem solver, too. And now, we're at the beginning of a brand new year, 2022. I'm wondering, what does that mean to you? Are you one who makes resolutions or goals for the new year? Or do you ride the wave of life, taking each day as it comes and experiencing whatever is ahead? Or you might be like me, a combination of both. I can't resist the opportunity to plan for the future, set goals and achieve great things, but we also have to be able to flex and adapt to whatever comes our way. I am looking forward to seeing how this new year unfolds, and I have some really exciting goals to achieve, and I hope that you do too, and that you have everything you need to achieve them. Share them with me on Facebook. Just look for Coach Healthy Heather. That's where I'll be sharing the 22 things I want to do in 2022. But we're not here today to talk about me. I've got a guest here who is ready to jump into the new year with some exciting goals of her own. And she has agreed to share her progress with us throughout the year. It's going to be a really fun experience of starting fresh in January with new ideas, new hopes and dreams and plans and goals, and then going through the entire year as she discovers strategies overcomes obstacles, refines her vision, and then ultimately, at the end of the year, we'll recap and see what came from it. And this is my friend, Alex Calfin. Now, you might remember Alex from episode seven, Love to Your Mother. In that episode, Alex helped me learn about ways that I can incorporate more eco-friendly habits and products into my home. I'm happy to say that I have made changes as a result of that conversation, Alex. But she's also a business owner and a busy mom, and she's brave enough to talk about her goals for the new year on the air with me. So welcome, Alex. Are you ready to jump into 2022? Thank you so much, Heather. I'm so ready. Let's do this. Let's get into it. Okay, so I brought you here today to share about your deepest, darkest, maybe not the darkest, your deepest, most exciting secret secret goals and plans we're not actually going to reveal any personal secrets on the air today. But before you tell me what you have in mind for the year ahead, I want to predict the future. Did you know that I can predict the future? I'm not sure about this. <laughs> I'm questioning I, your ability here. <laughs> I can. I can look into the future. I can make a prediction about what will happen. And most of the time, my prediction is accurate. I'm not any good at lottery tickets or weather or anything like that. 
My gift has been honed over the years of listening, watching, and learning from people and how they live. So I am here today to tell you that I can predict which of your goals will be successful this year. All right. All right. You ready? Let's do it. Okay. My first prediction, the goals that you will be successful at this year will be challenging, but rewarding. And what I mean by that is whatever of the long list that you probably have of things that you would like to achieve, there's going to be two or three things that kind of bubble up to the top. The ones that have the most likelihood of taking root. And there's going to be some that are um, the most exciting to you. The ones that you're the most curious about. And there's going to be some that are um, really challenging. Some of those challenges are going to have you beating your head against a brick wall. And then some of those challenges are going to be really rewarding. And they're going to make you feel excited and proud and um, just kind of energetic for the future. Those are the ones that are going to make it to the end of the year. That is one of my first predictions for you. Do you think that sounds off I think, base? I think you're right on cue. Okay. Let's see if I, let's see how <laughs> we got to keep track of this so that at the end of the year, we can look back and see what my predictions were and whether I was right. Okay. So second prediction. Of the goals that you've set for this year, I predict that the ones that have the most success are the ones that are convenient enough. And I'm putting kind of quotes around the word enough because convenience is a kind of an unconventional word to use when we're talking about our goals. But the reality is that the things that become a part of our everyday success patterns become that way because they are easily integrated into our daily lives. Now, I was just talking about challenge. And yes, there's an element of challenge that comes in to success. You know, everything, we do our best work when we are, you know, when we are challenged creatively, when we have to think of new things. But I predict that what really comes into your life in a meaningful way is also going to be convenient enough that you can easily reach out and pull it in. You're not gonna have to go searching for it. It's gonna be close by. Third prediction. I predict that the things that become the most successful in your life this year will include friends, family, support network. There are and the reason for that is because everything is more fun and rewarding when we have the people in our lives cheering us on supporting us and who we can then inspire. And so of all of the things that are going to be on your to-do list in 2022, my prediction is that you gravitate to the ones that fill your heart. And because I know you, I know that's going to include your friends and your family. Absolutely. My fourth prediction, it will be worth it. All of the work that you put in this year will have you um, having a feeling of self-satisfaction, um, having you um, reflect back on the year, um, being really proud of yourself. We're going to find out what you're motivated by. We're going to find out what the obstacles are. Uh, we're going to discover ways that you are going to overcome them. 
And ultimately, it's going to be a bit of a surprise at the end to see what bubbles up to the top and what gets through. It's so exciting. So tell me what you are envisioning for yourself in 2022. All right. Well, as a working mom of two boys, I am envisioning some more balance and flow in my life. Okay. Does that really exist as a working parent? <laughs> what do you think? I think it can. And that's that's why it's one of my goals. So that's something that's not really been super existent, uh, you know, with all the craziness that we've been living in the last few years. Um, so one of my goals for 2022 is to build in some more downtime. Okay. I need more me time. I need more in the moment time. I want to feel good at the end of the year that I can look back and actually remember some good things where I was present and in the moment and really just took some time for me and my family. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay. All right. We're going to work on that. More downtime. Mm -hmm. All right. What else? Now, this may seem like it's contradicting, <laughs> but I'm also going to cross the finish line of a half marathon. Yay! Yes. <laughs> Excellent. So more downtime doesn't necessarily mean more, you know, uh, relaxing time all the time. I'm going to be out there making my miles and being consistent with my training plan so that I can make sure that I cross that finish line. Oh, fun. Okay. So, so far my predictions are seeming pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. Anything else? Um, I think that's all for now, but I... I have a feeling we might discover some other things along the way. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is this might be one of the, the most rewarding things that I do this year is helping you to um, achieve balance and train for a half marathon and cross the finish line and bring all of those things together in your life and getting to be alongside of you as you discover those things. I can't wait to be part of that. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm excited too, guys. We are at the very beginning of a new year. We're going to talk with Alex when we come back about what she's got planned, what she's dreaming of achieving, and more importantly, how we get started. And I want to hear from you too. Stay with us. This is Coach Healthy Heather, and you're listening to Heather Solves Everything. We'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Healthy Heather. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything. This is the show where we tap into your intrinsic strengths to solve the everyday problems of life. And I need your help. If you've got a problem that needs solving, let me know. It just might make it to the show. Go to CoachHealthyHeather.com and click on Solve My Problems. Submit your idea, send it to me, and you never know. It might end up being on an episode of Heather Solves Everything. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Coach Healthy Heather, and you are listening to Heather Solves Everything in 2022. It is the first 
episode of the year, and I'm here with my friend Alex Kalfin, who I am so admiring because she has agreed to come and talk about her goals for the new year on this episode and stay in touch with us throughout the year as she is on her path towards achieving them. And before the break, Alex gave us a little sneak peek of her goals, uh, some of her goals for 2022. So tell us what is top of your priority list for 2022. Let's see, top of 22 is cross that finish line. All right, now have you, have you already registered? Already registered. Okay. Tallahassee half marathon. Oh, you're going to do this early. Oh, yeah. That's why it's top of the list. It's because it's happening like soon. Yeah. Very like soon. Beginning of February. Yep. So how far are you into your training? Um, we're coming along. Yeah. You know, we're trying to be consistent. Uh, definitely accountability is kicking in. Uh-huh. Uh, I've got my training group that makes sure that I show up to my trainings and um, friends that'll run on the weekend and doing good. Why is this important to you? It is something that I do for me. Mm. And I know that um, exercising is important. Um, really running. I love running because it's a very social activity. It can be a social activity. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be, but I make it a social activity. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I know I'm going to get out there and do, and I really enjoy it. I'm good at it, and it's just really been something that's worked well for me. With the half marathon, is this um, something that you have worked towards before? I have, yes. Have so, you run? Have you completed a half marathon before? I did. I thought so. I did the Seaside Half right. uh, March 1st of 2020 mm-hmm. and didn't run after that for about a year and a half. So 2020 hit, mm. running stopped, mm-hmm. self-care went out the window, mm-hmm. lost childcare, life got crazy, and just yeah, stopped you, running. You got put to the bottom of the list. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And now we are a year and a half plus past that, mm-hmm. and it sounds like for you, you're able to take some of those pieces and put them back into the puzzle. Exactly. But then I was kind of starting from scratch because I went so long with not running that I just uh, kind of had to start back at the beginning. So that was a little uh, deflating <laughs> starting from the beginning. But, you know, I've worked my way back up and I'm ready to cross that finish line again. It's going to feel so good. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Congratulations in advance. Thank you. You've already done the hard work, getting started again and building up the momentum and creating the support community and the structure in your life to show up for those regular training runs. Mm -hmm. Crossing the finish line is going to be a piece of cake. I'm so excited for it. I did have some inner battles to go through, but you know, I'm going to cross that finish line no matter how long it takes. So do you feel like you have everything that you need right now to make it to the start of that race and enjoy the process of running the course and crossing the finish line? I think that I'm going to need some friends to be there (laughs) to cheer me on along the way. That was one thing uh, with the first half marathon I did is they had uh, people were texting me along the way. Mm-hmm. 13.1 miles is a really long way to run. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and, you know, every few miles or so, you start feeling like, 
I just don't know. Maybe I'll just, you know, hop on the golf cart and ride along the rest of the no, way. <laughs> no. But having those friends, oh gosh. So I think that is one thing that, that needs to happen is I need to set up those friends that are going to be texting me along the way because that's it's going to be a long run and I'm going to need help. Excellent. All right. Well, we're going to put that on the to-do list. Absolutely. Make sure that you've got your friend network. I have called my husband from a marathon. No way. While I was running. Well, I wasn't running at the time. That's why I called him. I was in such a sad, sorry state. Aww. This was the New Orleans Marathon. And um, and it was I was just I was just done. And I was at a really low place. And I called my husband and I told him I just need I need something like I know I'm not going to quit, but I need something. And um, yeah, he took a picture of at a 26.2 um, magnet on my refrigerator and he took a picture of it and sent it to me, like texted it to me. And um, it was a reminder that I've done this before and I can do it again, you know, and and you've done this before. I have. And, and you can do it again. And last time I was recovering from illness mm-hmm. <laughs> and still ran the half marathon. So this time I'm hoping that it's going to be a lot easier, but I'm going to need those friends along the way. All right. Now tell me more about this goal that you have of more downtime in general. Why is that important to you right now in your life? I think I, you know... I get so caught up in um, the next best thing, Mm. right? It's always, what's next? What's exciting? What are we working towards? And sometimes I forget to just enjoy the moment. My boys are three and six, and they're not slowing down. (laughs) They just keep growing up, and I just want to be more in the moment. I want to plan more travels together to go see our family and, you know, as a business owner, taking time off isn't the easiest thing. So I need to be able to plan ahead, build that time in where we're going to either relax as a family and just stay home or go somewhere and do something fun. So I'm curious to know, you know, when you think about downtime and being present and participating in life with your boys as they grow up and not missing those milestones because you're busy either with with work or with the logistics of running a household how do you know that you will be achieving this goal of downtime I think it's about making memories for me um Sometimes when I'm so busy, I everything is happening so quickly and I'm not really paying attention to what we're doing or what's happening around us or um, maybe just like noticing those little small things that just bring you so much joy. And sometimes I'm just so busy that it's noticing that's not happening. <laughs> so you're the cruise director. Oh, yes. And you have to keep everything running. Oh, yes. And make sure that that everything happens on schedule. And you don't get to see the magic. No. Because you're too busy you're running the show from behind. The I'm curtain. making the magic you're happen. You're making the magic happen. <laughs> and you don't get to experience it with them. Right. Yeah. And so it, it sounds like you'll know that you are changing the direction on that when you can recall the memory yes. and and what what sparked joy for you what types of things do you think you'll see that you haven't seen lately i think um seeing family 
seeing family that's not our immediate family. Mm. That's huge. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us have not seen people yeah a lot lately in the last few years and making those connections again that really fills my cup is like making connections with those people that we love the most whether it be family or friends um far away or near just really building in that time of we're gonna sit down we're gonna do something we're gonna put the phones away mm -hmm. we're gonna be present in the moment and just enjoy each other's company put the phones away <laughs> You know, when when you were talking and when you just said that, um, it made me think about this picture that I saw of an older woman in a crowd of fans standing behind a barricade. And it was clear that in the picture that somebody, some famous person, something amazing was happening that everybody was looking at. And everybody had their phone up and they were taking pictures and recording. And this woman was just taking it all in. Her, the expression on her face was just pure joy. And she wasn't, she, did, she was just in the moment. She was present and experiencing the same thing that everybody else was experiencing. But she wasn't worried about capturing it on her phone as much as she was enjoying the, the presence right. of being there in the moment that it happened. She wasn't concerned about reflecting back on it later. And and I think about you in that way of instead of being consumed with making the magic happen, but being able to sit with them on the other side of the curtain and experience the magic and see it through their eyes and see their smile. Yeah, that's what you want to see. Yeah, I want to be a part of the magic, yes. <laughs> not just the magic maker. Oh my gosh, I get goosebumps when I think about that kind of living because that's the that's the dream. That's what we're working towards, isn't it? So many of us. Absolutely. Guys, we are just at the beginning of starting to peel back the onion on how Alex is going to change the direction of things so that instead of being behind the curtain, she is with her kids living life right in the middle of it. We are at the beginning of a new year, and it's just going to get better from here. Stay with us. It's Heather Solves Everything. I'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Healthy Heather from Heather Solves Everything. I want to thank my sponsor, Kyleen and Ryan Studios, a local husband and wife photography team who specialize in weddings and portraits of all kinds. Whatever special event you have coming up, they're your photographers for life. With a combined 32 years of professional photography experience, their unique perspectives shine through in every image you see. Find out more at KyleenAndRyan.com. That's KyleenAndRyan.com. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything. I'm Coach Healthy Heather. I want this to be your best year yet. Are you excited about 2022? You should be, because we have earned a good year. Woo -woo. 
If you're not going to have a good year now, then I don't know how much we can do to help you. You've got to get on the train and come with us. It's me and Alex in the studio today, and we are making Alex's plans for the the new year and the whole year, really. Yeah. So some of the keywords that um, that we've heard so far today, making memories, connecting with family, putting the phone away, experiencing magic, crossing the finish line, doing yeah. something for you, something that you've worked towards, that you had to really dig in and get started again. Mm-hmm. You know, you also have this really beautiful goal of just balancing your life and having more more downtime. And, you know, we've kind of talked already about some of the universal struggles that a lot of us have, especially business owners who also are parents. You know, it's it's it can be challenging to have those guardrails um, where we can keep things in in its own lane, you know, work spills into family a lot and family spills into work a lot um i wonder when you think about this goal for the year is there anything that is in the way of you being able to just go full steam ahead myself (laughs) i am in my own way yeah i am just oh man I can be such an overachiever sometimes. Oh, gosh. I don't know what that's like at all. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Struggled with this. So I'm busy making goals for business. I'm busy making goals for personal life and running and this and that. And I just forget that it's just me. I'm the only one who's executing all of these goals. And there's just no way that I will be able to do everything all at once. It's just not possible. Do you feel like you're making a list that is unreasonable for one person to be able to do? Absolutely. Yes. Realistic expectations are always good, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not always fun, but much more helpful. Yes, definitely. I wonder, um, you said, you said, I can't do everything at once or Mm -hmm. at the same time. And I wonder of all of these you know, you have this creative mind that keeps coming up with ideas of things that you can do because we know that your capacity for achievement is high. You know, you are motivated, you're excited, you're creative, you're intelligent. There's really no limit to what you could achieve if you decided to put energy into it. Absolutely. But we also know that you're, you're limited in the amount of time that you can realistically spend on things because you, you have multiple priorities Mm -hmm. especially if I want that time with family right (laughs) right exactly yeah and so I like how you how you referenced at the same time Mm -hmm. you know because each of these things could happen um, individually you know on their own but it's the it's the at the same time part that gets us tripped up Mm -hmm. especially thinking of putting my business hat on and then putting my mom hat on and I forget sometimes that I'm I'm just one person wearing all those hats. Yeah. So um, if you had to choose one of those hats to wear first today, which would you put on? I think I'd put on my Alex hat. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've been wearing a business hat and mom hat and all the other hats and 
the self-care portion has really, really been not feeling like it's getting enough attention. So putting, putting my own hat on and, and taking care of me, which is why, you know, crossing the finish line is one of the top goals. I want to do that for me. It also sets a great example for my kids, too. So by accomplishing my goals, I'm, I'm setting a good example for them, too. Well, I can't, I can't disagree with you. I mean, I love goals like that that have, um, you know, kind of like a ripple effect of goodness through the rest of your life. You know, it's something that a lot of times women feel they're being kind of selfish with their time when they spend time to, you know, train for an event or to complete, a, you know, an artistic endeavor or, you know, to be part of a, um, you know, social, you know, project. Um, but the ripple effect of that throughout your life, it feeds right into this downtime goal that you have because it is a recreational activity that you can all enjoy together. Right. Yes. And if I'm more in the moment, then I'm a better mom. I'm a better everything if I'm paying attention and, and really living there with everyone. So, um, okay, so we've got this long list of things that could happen. You've narrowed it down to a couple of things that you really want to have happen this year. We've talked a little bit about, you know, what's in the way, you know, like you've recognized that you can sometimes take on too many things. So my next question is really about what's on the stop doing list. Like if you've got to stop doing something so that you can, um, you know, focus on simplification and balance, is there anything on the stop doing list? Stop saying yes to everything. <laughs> uh, there comes in my overachiever person mm -hmm. again, you know? Yep. Mm -hmm. Stop saying yes to everything. You don't have to do all the things. Oh, man, that's so hard, though. Very hard. <laughs> when you think about not saying yes to something, how do you feel? Like, what's your gut reaction to saying no? I think I just... I'm interested in so many things. I just, I want to do all the things. I have major FOMO. <laughs> I want to be at every event and do everything and be a part of all the amazing things that are happening around me. And um, I just, I guess I need to better prioritize, you know, what's most important. What's really, what's really making me feel good about my life at the moment. And really, you know, being present with my kids, we only get so much time with them. So that's really, oh, seeing them grow up, it really puts things into perspective. <laughs> You're going to put on your Alex hat. Mm -hmm. You're going to stop saying yes to everything mm -hmm. compassionately and, and, you know, with appreciation for how valid that endeavor would be and how much you would enjoy it, but also recognizing that, you know, I've, I've focused my energy in these two areas and this is where I am right now. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that I can't at some point in the future go and be part of that other thing, but I'm really committed to being present right now. Mm -hmm. With it's my just Alex hat on. No for right now. Yeah. And I can always come back to it later. But it's just no for right now. What I really love about that is that you're paying attention to multiple areas of well-being. You know, we're more than, you know, these compartmentalized sections of like diet and exercise and work. And, you know, we've got all of these elements of well-being that work together. 
And in fact, there are um, some exercises that you can do that will help you identify where and where you are um, in your level of balance in different areas of well-being. And that includes social wellness, you know, that friend network, connection with family, emotional wellness, you know, that ability to kind of tune into, you know, how you're doing with your own stress management and, you know, your ability to just kind of process your emotions, spiritual wellness, you know, having peace and harmony, having a purpose in your life, environmental wellness, you know, the ability to recognize the role that we play in the world around us and make a positive impact, occupational wellness, you know, knowing that you're putting your skills to use. Um, intellectual wellness, continuing to learn, you know, continuing to discover and be creative and give yourself those opportunities and physical wellness, taking care of the body that you live in. And, you know, I think of these things as as like spokes on a tire. Like if you think about a bicycle wheel and there's spokes that divide, you know, the different sections. I, um, I wonder if you took a piece of paper and you listed these out and you put a dot in the spoke where you feel like you are in these areas of well-being with the center being totally burned out and the outside being totally maxed out like the center is it is not here and the outside is it is here in a big way and then connect those dots and see what shape it makes we're looking for a circle guys <laughs> If you've made a star or some kind of weird shape or a triangle, I'm thinking a of a triangle, triangle. <laughs> <laughs> then it's time to reassess where you can move your energy around and um, get things into balance. Take state of the shape that you're in. We're going to come back after the break with some more ideas of ways that Alex can make a nice round circle this year. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything. I'm Coach Healthy Heather. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Healthy Heather, and I'm so excited to announce that my book is ready for you to pre-order. It's called Happy Healthy You, Breaking the Rules for a Well-Balanced Life. I wrote this book because the healthy living to-do list is short and simple. Eat healthy, exercise, get some rest, and don't stress out. But knowing and doing are two different things, so help is here. We're going to explore how to understand your values and priorities, set boundaries, create a true vision for your life, and enjoy the benefits of healthy living right now. It's a 52-week guide, your path to finding a healthy lifestyle that suits your unique needs. Each entry includes a story with inspiration and advice, as well as a journaling prompt, weekly assignment, and reflection questions. I can't wait for you to read it. It'll be in stores May 2022, but you can pre-order it now wherever books are sold. Welcome back, everybody. 
This is Coach Healthy Heather. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything. We are right here at the beginning of a new year. And my friend Alex is ready to dive in. We've been talking about her goals for 2002. And they're awesome, guys. I think that they're going to be really, really rewarding. Now, at the beginning of the show, I made some predictions of what, which of Alex's goals were going to be the most successful. And my predictions were that the most successful goals would be the ones that are challenging, but rewarding, where you're putting in effort and yes, you're stretching. And yes, you're pushing yourself beyond what you did before, but the reward makes it worth it. You know, and that the reward is something that energizes you and inspires you and gives you confidence to do more. I predicted that the goals that are achieved are the ones that are convenient enough, the ones that are within reach. Some people might say that's achievable or accessible. Um, my prediction is that the ones that she creates an environment in which they are right next to her, ready to be picked up are the ones that will get the most attention. And so we're going to create structure that keeps those things close to her. I predicted that her most successful goals would be the ones that include friends and family, the people who are the most important to her. And that at the end of the year, all of that intentional work would have been worth it. How do you think that I've done so far, Alex? Have I done a good job of predicting? I think you were a good life coach and <laughs> you set yourself up for success there. I think, I think I'm going to get this. <laughs> okay, so, so far we have talked about your desire to have more downtime mm -hmm. in this year. And you've defined downtime as time for yourself and time to be present with your family and with mm -hmm. your kids. And we've also recognized that you um, can sometimes take on a lot. You know, you really, really love being involved in a lot of different things. And, and as a result, you can hear yourself saying yes to things that are taking you away from this focus. Mm -hmm. And so you really want to shift into um, saying yes less often. Yeah. <laughs> saying yes to the things that, that really pack a bunch and make me happy. Excellent. Mm -hmm. And that you also have this very, um, very, a goal that's happening very soon crossing the finish line of your second half marathon. Mm -hmm. And so we've now come to the part of this conversation where we're going to put some action steps. It's time to really decide what do you do now? And so we're here at the beginning of January, and I want you to think forward to March. When you think of life in March, if you can look at future Alex living in March, what do you want to be habitually doing? What do you want to have be part of your daily life that reflect these goals making progress? All right. Well, if I'm looking at myself in March, I'm really thinking that I need an hour lunch. An hour for lunch. An hour for lunch where I can eat because <laughs> eating doesn't always happen, you know, <laughs> at a reasonable time. Um, eating lunch, mm -hmm. maybe, you know, working on breath or something for me in that moment where I'm not working. It's time that is solely dedicated to whatever I need that day to be my best self. Okay. So 
you would like to have an hour in the day mm-hmm. when you can eat and you can be mindful and do self-care things, whatever, whatever you need that day, but it is an hour that is set aside for you. Yes. And lunch because before everybody gets home and craziness happens. So that's, <laughs> that's your most ideal time to yes. have that hour is in the middle of the day? Yes. How often is that happening for you now? It's not. It's not at all happening? Not at all. So if I were to say, okay, so Alex, tomorrow, lunchtime, one hour for you, how likely is it that that would happen? I would not know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't know what to do. Well, then let's figure it out. Because by March, you want to be consistently having an hour where you can have that time for yourself. Um, When you think about getting to that point, what feels like the first thing that you should do? Then I need to cook dinner so that I have leftovers for lunch. Oh, okay. All right. So preparing. So you're going to have some meal, meal prep is going to be done so that you have lunch and you don't have to think about lunch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So you would, you'll be organized with your meals. What else needs to have happened? I think that's the main thing is really making sure that food is ready. I guess maybe grocery shopping would be helpful ahead of time um, to make sure I have everything I need. But yeah, cooking brings me so much joy that that's almost building an extra self-care for me is if I'm cooking the night before, I'm getting that. And then I'm also having leftovers for lunch the next day. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. All right. I love that. Double double self-care. Mm-hmm. Cooking the night before and enjoying the leftovers the next day. Yes. Okay. So do you um, do you thrive on having structure in the day? Does this hour need to happen at the same time every day? I think it does, yeah, because I need to set some work hours for myself to set some boundaries. I work okay. from home, so it's really easy to work, really any time of the day that I'm at home. So I need to be mindful and set some some work hours, some office hours, and respect those boundaries. And I think putting a lunch hour in in those business hours would be really smart. Okay. So what, day, what time do you want your work day to begin? 9 o'clock. Okay. 9 a.m. is work. What time is lunch? Well, let's see. The work day would end around two for me okay I get a lot done in the day mm-hmm. <laughs> in a short amount of time mm-hmm. that's, so halfway between life. then is what 11 30 11 30 is your hour let's do that okay so you're working from 9 until 11 30 and then you're working from 12 30 until 2 mm-hmm. okay and um you will be you will be beginning your work day at nine o'clock at home You'll be working until 11.30. At 11.30, what will you do to transition from work into lunchtime? I need to leave my office. (laughs) Leave the physical place where you're working? Leave the actual bedroom that is my home office. Okay. And go to a different place. Mm -hmm. Okay. To the kitchen. To the kitchen where lunch will take place for an hour. And then you will fill that time with whatever is necessary that day and I'm going to throw a little monkey wrench in. Okay. What if um, somebody calls and says, Alex, I really want to have a meeting with you. Um, can you do 1130? <sighs> no, that's my lunch hour. We're practicing, aren't we? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what do you say? 
that is my lunch hour. I'm unavailable at that time. However, I am now available at and then give options. Excellent. Okay. So when does this new routine start? January 5th. January 5th. I love it. So when the kids go back to school. January 5th, Mm -hmm. 9 a.m., you will be in your office. And if I called you at 11.30 a.m. on the 5th, you would not answer because you're having your personal time. Yes. Love it. (laughs) You know I'm going to check. I know you are. (laughs) We're going to have Alex back later on in uh, the year to hear how things are going. It doesn't stop with just saying, I'm going to have my lunch hour. There's a lot more work that Alex is going to need to do because she has learned how to set up her life in such a way that she doesn't have boundaries and she doesn't have these different lanes for work and family and self. And so we're going to be working throughout the year to discover what comes up that gets in the way of that plan because something will and how she can respond with compassion and patience to bring herself back to the center and back to the focus of where she wants to be spending her time in 2022. I'm excited about this, Alex. I'm excited too. I feel very prepared at this point. What's the first thing that you're going to do when you get home today? Write this down so I remember it. Okay. (laughs) We're going to write it down. And is there some place where you can put a reminder for yourself that at 1130 begins your time? I could probably put a sticky note on my monitor. Okay. Mm-hmm. What will you write on it? Lunch at 1130. <laughs> Turn off the computer. Okay. I'm excited. I think I'll also set a uh, cell phone reminder because all of the things that I want to make sure that happens, I put automatic reminders in my cell phone so it dings at me. <laughs> okay. Excellent. So the ding is going to remind you that it is time to... Take press pause, close the computer, go and have lunch. And what was going to be the reward of doing that? Well, ultimately, I'll feel a lot better. I'm not going to be as stressed out. And I'm really, really excited about that. I can't wait to hear about it, too. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about it throughout the year. And Alex is going to have one of her best years ever. We are out of time for today, but I am so glad that you joined us. And I hope you'll tune in next week for a new episode. And be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you can get new episodes as soon as they are out. You can stay in touch with me and the show on Facebook. Just look for Heather Solves Everything. And you can visit heathersolveseverything.com to submit a show topic idea. Thanks for listening, guys. Happy New Year. I hope that something great happens for you today. I'm Coach Healthy Heather, and I'm always here to help you solve everything. Status confirmed. This problem is solved. Well, that's it for this week, guys. We did it. We solved another problem with a little help from our friends. You can be a superhero, too. Check us out online. That's where all the information is about how you can jump in and start solving everything. Heather solves everything with a little help from Everyday Heroes.